The Daily Basics podcast is designed to help you find success in just 10 minutes a day. Listen in as leaders share their top tips to help you grow a business that has lasting impact. Let's go. Welcome to episode 18 of our Daily Basics series. This week, we are focusing on recruiting and coaching. My name is Lauren Farrell, and I'm Managing Director with um, our organization. And today, I will be speaking about um, how to follow up on those recruiting conversations. I am just so excited to be here. And a little bit before we get started, just to introduce myself, if we haven't met before, um, I joined Beauty Counter and when I was working full-time as a pediatric endocrine nurse, and I specifically joined because I wanted to educate people on the harmful ingredients and information that I didn't know about. And I was in the perfect place to know that information. And now, so many years later, I am really passionate about um, just helping people build the businesses and their authentic voice that feels authentic to them and be able to really lean into systems that help them create their business that they want and then reach the goals that they want. It's just absolutely so rewarding for me. Um, But today um, we will specifically be talking about following up on those recruiting conversations. Um, And the main points that I'll be going over today is, you know, the mindset that you can really cultivate to make, to remember that it's not about you. People's answers are not about you. Um, The second thing is going over what no really means. And if the answer that you're getting is actually a no. The third is what to do if someone you're talking to goes to you and goes silent. And then lastly, how to organize your contacts so that you can continue follow-ups in the future. Because most likely when you start these recruiting conversations, they're not going to end up joining the same month that you um, approach them about it. Some do, but most don't. And really the magic happens after, you know, in the future. So the mindset to cultivate. Really, the best thing that you can do for your business is to remember that nothing is personal. I think especially when we start doing something that is new to us, that we're struggling with, um, that we're having a hard time figuring out, it can feel very vulnerable. It's very vulnerable to send that initial message, but it's even more vulnerable to keep those follow-ups going, to keep that conversation going, um, because you just want someone to say yes, and it's just a really messy middle when they're not quite ready to join and you're in the midst of that conversation. So, um, you know, follow up and sending follow up messages. A lot of what I am um, talking about today can can apply to every aspect of your business. Um, But I'm going to specifically talk about recruiting today. And follow up is the most vulnerable and the most boring thing (laughs) that you can do in your business. But it really is the cornerstone. It is the make or break thing. If you let this go, if you talk yourself out of it, if you make decisions for people, if you receive Um, feedback as, um, you know, uh, an attack against you, it's going to make or break your business and you will not make it to what your goals are. You will not continue to grow in your business. And if you make that, if you make this mindset shift that following up with people is the professional thing that you're doing for your beauty counter business, that you're doing it professionally, you're doing it to um, continue to be friend of mind of people, to move people forward in the process, instead of doing, instead of it being something that's pressuring or um, salesy or bothering to people, that's going to be a huge, huge thing for you. And if you make that mindset, if you stay 
you know, if you decide to do follow-up, if you don't let it go until you get an absolute hard no, and if you lean into a system and have a system for follow-up, and if you stay consistent, you will reach your goals. It might not be on the timeline that you want, but when it happens, it's going to be the most rewarding thing. And people will, and your clients and your consultants and your team will really be so grateful for it. So if you don't hear anything else for, from me today, um, just remember and hear me say to do not let go of follow-up. Do not give up and follow-up. Do not talk yourself out of it. And people's responses and answers and feedback are not about you. It is not personal. So let's talk about what no really means. I think if we're struggling with recruiting or it's the thing that we're trying to work on, anything that's not an absolute yes can be perceived as a no. We will feel it as a no. We will stop following up. We will stop having the conversation with people because they didn't jump on board immediately and say yes. So some of those answers that we can perceive as a no, but aren't actually no's could say, could be something like, oh, I'll think about it. Thanks for sending me the information. Not right now or silence. There's a myriad of other things, but those are a lot of popular ones. Those are not no's. Those are open doors for the future. Those are future maybes. And the absolute hard no's could be something like, don't ever talk to me again. I can't believe that you said something like this to me. I'm not interested at all. Stop messaging me. You know, something extreme like that. Obviously, we want to listen to people as we're having conversations with them. And, you know, sometimes you do get those hard no's. And honestly, it can be sometimes hard to receive those hard no's. Um, but then also they're giving you a response. And that's all that we want. All that we want is to cast our net to do those follow-ups to get a response so that we know how to best take care of people in the future. So those hard no's are few and far to come by. So as you're getting responses from people, I want you to start to categorize them in your brain as, is this a hard no or is this a future maybe and an open door? One of those future maybes and open doors is when people don't respond, when people are ghosting you, when people aren't responding, when people are silent. And it could be any part of the process. It could be in your initial reach out. It could be right before they join. Um, but if a lead goes silent, what are you going to do? I recently saw a graphic that said, you know, why we think people haven't responded. And there were two things. They're ignoring us or we have done something wrong. Then in the next section of the graphic, it said why uh, the likely reasons why they haven't responded. They don't know what to say. They plan to respond later. They don't feel like talking right now. They're busy. They're dealing with personal issues. They're enjoying alone time. And I would also add that they meant to respond to your text, but then they got distracted and now their text is buried somewhere. So, you know, there's a million reasons why people haven't responded and most likely it has nothing to do with you. This is when you can really lean into a system of follow-up. So what I personally do when someone doesn't respond is two days later after that message, I'll send a message that says something like, hey, did you have a chance to see my last message? If there's still no response, I'll send another message a couple of days later that says, hey, I know you're probably crazy busy, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if they still don't respond, I move them to my list of future maybes because they haven't said yes and they haven't said no. And I'll move them to my list of people to have monthly touch points with. And, you know, you can... A monthly touch, or sorry, a touch point can be about anything. It could be about directly messaging them about Beauty Counter. It could be doing a different ask, like, hey, how are you doing on your Beauty Counter products? Or would you like to host a pop-up? It can be shifting the conversation somewhere else, sending them an article that made you think of them. It could be messaging them about something else in life if you have an existing friendship with them. Um, and then it could be genuinely interacting with them on social media. The point is to keep front of mind 
um, keep yourself friend of mind with them so that when they see something about beauty counter, when they start thinking about something, they're going to immediately think of you. That's what you want. And, um, so another thing that I love to do is when a join promotion rolls around, I'll send a message that says something like, Hey, I'm not sure what your thoughts are about becoming a beauty counter, beauty counter consultant, but we have a great promotion going on. Do you want me to send you some more info? I think you would just be so good at it and you would absolutely love it. So you want to invite people to the conversation. If someone's not responding, you don't want to keep dumping information on them. You want to keep inviting them into this conversation and acknowledging that they haven't responded, um, but bringing them into this conversation. So my high highest thing for you is to not stop that follow-up, even though you're talking yourself out of it every step of the way because they haven't responded. Just know that it's not about you. Again, that mindset thing. And you could even make it, you know, something funny if they still haven't responded. It could be something like, hey, I know you haven't responded, but, you know, I hopefully you don't hate me, something like that. Or if you're nervous that your reach out's being perceived in a way that you don't want it to be perceived, you could say something like, hey, I hope this didn't come off as pushy or crazy or anything like that. I just really think you'd be great at it. So then they know what your intention is, because I think that's a way that you can start to decrease those voices of vulnerability and talking yourself out of it. Lastly, how to organize your contacts for reach outs in the future. So as you start having new recruiting conversations, you're going to get those hard no's, those definite yeses, and those future maybes. The best thing that you can do for yourself is to create a list in one place to organize your future maybes. This is called your pipeline. You'll hear that sometimes. It's your list of people that you're having ongoing conversations with that might join at one point or another. When you see people that are having those high recruiting numbers or growing a team quickly or something like that, most likely they're having a lot of conversations and they're leaning into a system of follow-up. And so what happens is that when you're having a lot of conversations and when you're doing those follow-ups, then you are going to, um, people are going to start joining at the right time for them. And sometimes in one month, you could have six people join, like, and it's because you're having those conversations and because you're not letting go of that no. So I have a list of maybes that I message at least one time a month or when there's a promotion going on. And um, it's on a whiteboard that I, I use and I always go back to it. And it's part of my monthly rhythm is sending those messages to keep front of mind, to keep those conversations going. And I learned that because when I was... Um, my very first ba basket drop off as a consultant, when I first started, I did a basket drop off with someone. She liked the products, but she wasn't ready to order. I did some follow up for maybe six months to a year and she just never ordered. So I just talked myself out of it and stopped messaging her. She never said a hard no. Then uh, several years later, she recently messaged me and was asking me about questions about becoming a beauty counter consultant because her best friend had joined. She had um, used product or bought products from beauty counter and now she was thinking about joining. So we had a conversation and she ended up joining as a consultant with her best friend, of course. Um, and that was always an open conversation. But in the back of my head, I kept thinking, if I would have kept following up with her, most likely she would have purchased beauty counter products from me and maybe her and her best friend would have joined with me if I wouldn't have let that go. And so that was just a, a learning process for me. And I've seen that happen in a lot of variety of ways. So just do not talk yourself out of um, following up with people because you never know what can happen down the road. So to recap, just remember that people's responses are not about you. That follow-up is a professional thing that you're doing for your beauty counter business and really serving people. 
And remember, you know, if the response that you're getting, categorize them into a hard no or a future maybe. Also remember that silence isn't a yes or no and to continue that follow-up process. And then also have a really great system that you can work off of so that you don't let any people, anyone slip through the cracks because I promise you think you're gonna remember who you're following up with and you will forget. And so having that list will really help you do that follow-up. So our action step for today, if you are following along with action steps that we're doing at the end of each of these little podcasts is to send a follow-up message to a potential consultant. You can do one, you can do five. My encouragement, my bonus would be to send a message to everyone that you've had a conversation with to circle back around with them. So thank you so much for letting me share with you guys. I hope this was really helpful. And this concludes episode 18 of our daily, daily basic series and during our recruiting and coaching weekly topic. Thanks so much.